Hello and welcome and happy Friday. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, with David Cooper, and I'm your host, David Cooper. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, the only show where no one's listening, no one cares, and every episode's the last episode. Okay, all right, okay. What you're about to hear is something I absolutely love about live radio. I was doing a commercial radio show about a year ago with my friend Tony Five. You probably heard him on this show. And I was starting to get annoyed with Tony Five night after night. He'd come to the show without any stories, without anything, and I'd have to carry the segments. But that's besides the point. After I complained to him, he started coming with these ridiculous news stories to discuss, and he brought this gem. An absolutely wild woman who claimed to be an asparagus psychic was making all sorts of wild predictions about King Charles. She's British. So Tony brings this story, we laugh about it, and then Tony hosts a call-in segment where he pretends to be a vegetable psychic. Also, he calls himself the Carrot Clairvoyant. And he just came up with this concept on live radio. We rolled with it and did it for a lot of weeks in a row. But back to this story, after we talked about the asparagus psychic, the asparamancer, we looked her up and we invited her on the show. And so what you're about to hear is an interview I did with her and then a previously unreleased interview that Tony did with her. The reason I didn't release it, it required a lot of editing. The two just interrupted each other so much, but who cares? I lightly edited it. I fixed it up. And quite frankly, on this podcast, things don't need to be so polished. I just love these interviews. I love how excited Tony is about this woman. And I love how on live radio we came up with this ridiculous concept. We pretended to be psychics and then we actually interviewed an asparagus psychic. So without further ado, I present to you from the archive, Jemima Packington, the Asparamancer. here with a psychic, but not just any psychic. She can read the future through the very tips of asparagus spears. She calls herself the Asparamancer, and she's, well, the only one in the world. She's predicted the Queen's death, and now she's saying that King Charles III will hand over the reign to Prince William next year. All this through asparagus. Her name is Jemima Packington. Jemima, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to talk to you. Uh, Thank you very much for having me. Pleasure. Tell me very quickly, how do your abilities work? How do you tell the future? How do you predict the future through asparagus? Well, we cast asparagus on a flat surface and it makes patterns. And I'm able to interpret those patterns and then make predictions. So if I was doing a reading for you, it's your energy, if you like, that that governs how the asparagus falls. Um, And then that's how I interpret uh, just for you. So that's how I do my readings. So what do you do when asparagus is not in season? Do you have to take a break from your abilities? Absolutely not, because, of course, in this day and age, although the English asparagus season is from Shakespeare's birthday, the 23rd of April, which is also St. George's Day, to the 21st of June, we now have these things called polytunnels, where you can actually, like like polythene greenhouses, so they can extend the season, and then we get imported asparagus. Are the readings the same, uh, depending on where the origin of the, uh, the vegetable is? 
I would say if if I can have good veil of Evesham asparagus, um, it, we're spot on. We're talking like 99.9% accuracy. If we use something from a little further afield, I think the the um, miles travelled and the carbon footprint can tend to uh, lessen that to about a 90% um, degree of accuracy. Love it. Okay, so why do you think you have been given these powers? I don't know. Um, I, when, it, when it all started um, as a child, um, I, I, we were eating asparagus and you, you pick it up with your fingers, big buttery asparagus. You know what children are like? They grab, don't they? Grab a big handful of asparagus, slipped out their fingers, fell on the floor. And I came out with this precocious comment. And apparently there was a deathly silence um, around the dinner table. And it was only afterwards that my parents said, oh, blimey, um, it's Mr. Generation, because I had an elderly auntie who read tea leaves. So they honestly believed um, that I'd, um, sorry, this is, this is Aspara Ella, the dog, who's putting her nose in here. She likes to photobomb. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Ella. Thank you. Yeah, and I think that's, that's where it all started. Um, but they didn't encourage me. They didn't discourage me. They just left me to find my own level. And it was only later, sort of late teens, when you start looking at things and questioning things, that finally realized, oh, well, I've got something here. So th the rest is history. Yeah, it's nice that your family left you to uh, discover this on your own. They didn't push you in any which way. But you, you come from a family with a tea leaf reader. That's a much more common form of predicting the future, isn't it, though? Well, it is. Um, but I, I liken what I do almost to casting runes, which goes sort of almost primeval. Um, it's, and, and I will say asparagus. And they, people say, why asparagus? I said, well, it's a good earthy vegetable. Anybody who cultivates it, and of course you, you do cultivate it in Canada, yep. um, it grows very quickly. You harvest it one day and it can grow up to, um, I'm trying to work out in, in centimeters, but eight inches, so um, 15 centimeters overnight then you harvest it again uh, but it's very labor intensive so um they now this is the onset of modern technology um have a, a machine like a robot that can do the work and can harvest the asparagus even i couldn't have predicted that no okay so let's go into psychics that use veggies or other food items to predict the future do you know of any or are you sort of unique in this field no, I once did a, a program. I was once, once asked by um, a German television program maker, would I take part in, uh, they called it Der Prophetzeitung, and it was about all the different prophets, if you like, or um, people around the world who used different methods. And I was the only one who used a vegetable. And there you have it. Now, do you eat the asparagus afterward or is it sacred to you? No, it's absolutely the best thing ever. And um, I'm so lucky because I tend to um, get introduced to really high class chefs who give me all their recipes and then cook asparagus for me. So I'm a lucky lady and I can then go home and share the recipes and cook for the family and they'll go, mm, lovely. But yeah, as soon as you've done a reading, wash it off. It's, it's the best recycling ever. Wash it off and cook it and hey presto. My worst issue with asparagus is it makes the urine smell in a way that I, but you know what, we're not gonna talk about that. Unless, are you, do you suffer from that affliction? No, uh, I'm, uh, and I took part in an experiment 
on this, and I once had to pee in a porta potty, a porta loo, in the middle of a field after eating asparagus, so they could test my wee to find out. And I'm one of the many people. Um, it doesn't affect, and it's it's all to do with the asparagusic acid. That's a real word. I believe it. And it's the sulfides. And it's the same sort of thing that if you eat Brussels sprouts or cabbage, it can make you uh, do lots of bottom burps. There you have it, bottom burps. Well, you know, I'm I'm trying to be polite. (laughs) At the commercial, I said keep it clean, but you can say fart on the show if you must. Let's get to some of your predictions. Before we get to King Charles, you're saying he's going to abdicate within a year. Uh, What are some of the other predictions that you've made that have come true uh, from asparagus? Well, I predicted, uh, first of all, that Boris Johnson would become prime minister about four years before he became prime minister. And the minute I said that, everybody laughed. They went, yeah, ha, ha, and then there you go. And then somebody said to me quite recently, well, you know, Elizabeth Truss has now taken over. So uh, who's going to be prime minister after her? And I went, Boris Johnson. And they went, what? I said, you heard it here first. You heard it here first? So, and also Megxit, that was very interesting because I predicted that split, if you like, some royal family. And within days, because every year in December, I do a set of predictions for the following year. And they're normally based on friends and family who say, can you predict something on this or can you predict something on that? And um, I always get one, can we do something for the royal family as well as sporting events? And I said, well, you know, there is a break and you could see the break. And sure enough, within days of me predicting that, um, they said that was it. They were quitting and they were going. So when you do these predictions for the year, do you just simply ask the question and then toss the asparagus? How does it work? Yes, I literally have to closet myself in a, in a room on my own. And it can take, last time it took 30 hours, not consecutive, but with breaks. But it took about 30 hours to do 15 predictions. So it was predict, predict, take a break, you know, uh, yeah. Very time and energy consuming, it sounds like. Let's get to your recent prediction that's made media headlines. You're saying King Charles III is going to abdicate. Of course, this is just a prediction. And you will say it's due to his age within the year. Uh, You really think this is going to happen? So actually what I said, now what I said was, so it's not capitulating, but what I actually said to the reporter who asked me was that, Charles would make the Prince of Wales Prince Regent. And Prince Regent is uh, it's something which has happened historically when um, the sovereign is unable to carry out duties for whatever reason, ill health or whatever, then the Prince Regent can act in full capacity as the king. It's different from allowing royal family members to represent the monarchy at events. It's actually deputizing. So it's a little bit different from abdicating, but nevertheless, um, it, it, it will happen. Okay, well, you heard it here first. I'm here with Jemima Packington. She's an asparagus psychic. She goes by the Asparamancer. Uh, you are just wonderful, Jemima. People can find you on Twitter, at Asparamancer. Thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate your time, and good luck to you. My pleasure. Thank you. And bye-bye, everybody. Stay safe. We're here with Tony Five, our foreign correspondent in London, England. Tony, welcome back to the show. 
What's going on, David? How are we? How are we going? I am going well. We are going well. And I have a special guest here for you. Can you guess who it is? Is it my mum, David? It is not your mother. One more guess. Is it the Queen? It is almost the Queen. We are here with the asparagus psychic, the asparamancer, Jemima Packington. She makes predictions based on asparagus spears, the tips of them. And she recently predicted that King Charles III will not abdicate but step aside. Jemima, welcome back to the show. Are you kidding me, David? I'm going to fall off my chair. Is that Jemima? Hello. Hi, Jemima. Oh, my goodness. So it's been about a week, I believe, since uh, it was breaking news with David. And it, I mean, it caught the imagination of pretty much everybody in Canada. Um, So I'm so happy that you're here to talk to us. How's it going? My pleasure. I I always enjoy interviews like this because they're such good fun. Well, I'll be honest with you. I was David's resident psychic for a while. I mean, they called me the medium of mushroom, the psychic of pomegranates, uh, the clairvoyance of cabbage. But you are a genuine reader of the asparagus. Tell me more. How did it happen? What happened? Were you in a field somewhere? What, what, how did it start? No, no. It happened quite by chance as a child, eating asparagus. You know how you traditionally you, you eat it with your fingers. I always say this to people, don't bother with knives and forks. Pick it up with your... Mm, Chow down. Weirdly, as you know, kids are notoriously anti-vegetable. So you must have had the gift from the beginning. Like, I wouldn't have touched asparagus till I was mid-30s. Well, it was just something that's then. When you coat it with butter, <gasps> trust me. And griddled and covered with butter, right? Yeah. And so and then, does that emphasize, does it magnify the power? How did you get the, uh, the sign? How did you get the reading? How did you get that communication? What happened? It was just a, a handful of asparagus, all buttery, fell out of my hand, onto the floor, and I right. came up with a precocious remark. And my parents sort of looked at one another because there was an elderly aunt who read tea leaves, and they thought, oh, right, it's skipped a generation then, has it? Um, so they didn't actually pay it much attention, and they didn't make too much out of it. Right. They just stored it in the memory banks. And then as I grew older... Um, then it sort of transpired what had transpired and uh, what they believed that, that uh, I was passed a gift. I don't question it. I just do. Do you do this full time? Do you have another full time job somewhere? No, this is it. Full time. You did genuinely make national news. I mean, that's how I found a story. That's how I related to David. And it, it's become worldwide news globally. I mean, we have listeners in Bulgaria. Really? Yeah, absolutely. We have a listener in Bulgaria. Uh, I think we had someone in uh, Romania once. I mean, like there are people who have been calling. They don't know you by name. They've been asking for the asparagus lady and they've been asking for me. And it's been incredible, really. But so, you know, you're here by public demand, really. It's amazing. And if you oh, could come on well, frequently and tell us your predictions. Well, look, Tony, here's an offer for you. What I want you to do yeah. is to go and get some asparagus. I've got green beans. Does it have to be asparagus? I yeah. mean, are we specific on that? Yeah. And any particular kind of asparagus? Just asparagus. Just get some asparagus, cast it on a flat surface. Okay. And then take a picture. Yep. And from that picture, I will do a reading for you. What we'll do is I'll uh, get your email address off, David. I'll send you my number. And uh, yeah, if you're ever coming down to London, we can meet in a cafe. We can order asparagus live. We can do a live reading somewhere. We How could. awesome would that be? We could go that to like a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and I traveled the country in my like sort of normal job. And you're not a million miles away from me. I'm just north. Of, do you come to London much? I was going to say, not if I can avoid it. But, <laughs> uh, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean well, that in, in a bad way. Just, I mean, I'm fascinated by by the science behind the, the, the ability. So like, 
for example, can you read off any other? Have you ever tried to throw down some green beans or? Doesn't work. Um, I, somebody said try broccoli. Broccoli goes everywhere. Good God, no, stupid. <laughs> you know exactly. Um, uh, squash. Uh, well, the, you know the butternut squash. Butternut. Oh, can't stand that. We had a big argument on the show, David, me and me recently about the uh, advent of uh, of sweet potato, which Not is potato. ridiculous. It's just a potato with sugar. A sweet potato is just a root vegetable, and of all the root vegetables, I prefer parsnips. I mean, would I do it work? like. My asparagus, you see. Look, you've got it to hand. Just yeah. for all the radio <laughs> listeners out there, she has just brought out a bunch of psychic asparagus. For, That's for, right. I mean, could you, does it have to be you that, or me that throws the asparagus? Could you throw it like now and read my, I mean, if, if I could reach through Zoom, would it work like that? If, if, if you had asparagus to hand and, and, and um, did it where, where, where you actually were, I could, I could interpret that. I do I'll that. tell you what we'll do. I will buy some. I mean, I've got a couple of green pencils, but that won't do. You know what? Tomorrow morning, I'll go to Sainsbury's. Other supermarkets are available yes. and uh, welcome for uh, sponsorship for the radio show. But yes. I will definitely try and get some asparagus and I will send you a mail. We'll stay in touch on WhatsApp yes. and stuff. And um, like I said, if you're ever down this way, I mean, I'm north of like, like for the radio show, everybody knows me as in, in London, but I'm in Hertfordshire. So you'd know that more, yeah. wouldn't you? Hereford, Hampshire and Hertfordshire. Hurricane, yes. hardly. Ever My fair lady. There you go, you see. I, I, I have to say the only time I tend to, that sounds like bragging, but the only time I tend to go down to London is when they want me on a television programme. You were on this morning, right? Yes. Were you with Holly and Phil? Yes. Oh, but we can't talk about them, can we? No. And also <laughs> with Eamon and Ruth. And of course, we don't talk about them because... Oh, we don't talk about them either. Yeah, David. Why don't we talk about any of these people? And Ryland, <gasps> um, I met a long, long time ago and I predicted he'd get married and he did. And then sadly, that didn't work out. Never. Yes. So we remained um, in contact. Wow. And then Alison and Dermot. Really? And then Craig and Molly. I went down just before um, the women's Euro final and predicted that for them. David, these are like the royalty of of morning TV. I'm impressed. Color me impressed. Absolutely. What she's, what you don't understand and what the people of Canada who are listening today don't understand, that I am so impressed here that she has been on like radio, like TV shows that I've watched since a kid. And it's true. It's amazing, really. But, I mean, have you got any children, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, um, listen, I do, but we don't talk about that, all the grandchildren, because as far as they're concerned, you know, my nickname is Mystic Veg. <laughs> and, and they, which Mystic is, Veg. I, Mystic Veg. Mystic Veg. David, Not we used to have a woman who uh, was a psychic who yes. predicted the lottery numbers, and she was known as Mystic Meg. Yeah. So then Meg to Veg, so, so easy. So, and the word asparamancer, this is the other thing. Hmm. Uh, it was a friend of mine who coined that because she said, let's face it, it's easier than saying, well, she's a woman who makes predictions by throwing a bunch of asparagus everywhere. Oh, so okay. condense that into <laughs> asparamancer. It sounds, it sounds more posh, doesn't it? It does, like a vegetable baba vanga, I guess. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Certainly does. All right. That's all the time we have. Jemima, thanks for being here with me and Tony. My pleasure. And thank you, Tony. Jemima, let us definitely stay in touch. And then yeah. we can uh, we can have conversations. We can record them for David and the show and just make sure that the people of Canada know how their vegetables are going to predict their future. 
Absolutely. And Tony, thanks for being here. Maybe I've had the best day. Eh? 